Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle with Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'm so happy to welcome you to this video. My guest today is Claudia McGuire. Claudia is on our Bow Ministry team, and you can read her bio on our website. So, Claudia, today we are going to talk about that feeling of being overlooked that often occurs with ministry leaders. And, yes. and are we talking about just professional leaders, women on staff of churches or on nonprofits, or are we talking about any kind of leadership role? I think really any kind of leadership role. I think volunteers can feel real overlooked Absolutely. too. Absolutely. I'm going to address that just a little bit today because I think it's something that um, is overlooked are volunteers. And so uh, we'll definitely talk about that a little bit too. So. so in what kinds of ways would you say that we may tend to be overlooked, that we get that feeling of nobody's noticing what I'm doing, it doesn't really matter? Right. That, that's the first thing I want to talk about is when those feelings are there, not to just put them to the side or deny them and just keep working in denial. Because I believe when you feel overlooked for a long time, that can, can lead to some really unhealthy places, unhealthy thinking, and just unhealthy places in, your, in wherever you're working. And so I, to just be very clear, to be a very um, clear at the very beginning, I think a very simple way to feel overlooked is when your pay or your salary is not where you feel it should be. Um, it could be that just compared to other people on that staff or new people that have been hired, you've kind of been left in the dust a little bit as far as pay or salary. Even promotions that might come up or positions that might become available. And um, you just feel like you've been overlooked for those things, that you've maybe proven yourself to be capable and more than responsible and just really good in the area that you oversee and things come up and you're just kind of overlooked for that and that can that can really be hurtful and along and along those lines if you're a volunteer i mean how many women do we know that are doing the work that maybe someone on the real staff is doing they've been asked to take on a great deal of responsibility and yet they're expected to do it for absolutely nothing right right that can definitely lead to just feelings of does it even matter why I'm here? I don't get, uh, no one hears my ideas. They're not really asking me for feedback as a volunteer, yet I'm on the front lines. I'm the one that's really there with people from uh, week to week, hearing what's going on, hearing their concerns, and I'm seeing it, but I'm not really feeling like anybody else is hearing what I'm saying, that it has value. And I do believe, and in speaking with other women that are in those high capacity volunteer roles, they definitely feel the same way. That I'm doing this, I feel like I care more than a lot of people around me as I'm in this volunteer role, but I'm just not being heard or I'm not being valued. And I think that's really difficult, just not being appreciated for those gifts and abilities you bring to the team or to the staff. Whether you're in a volunteer role, a part-time paid position or a full-time staff position, I think you can you can feel that way that you just I think so too and sometimes just 
some words of appreciation might, can go a long way. Absolutely. Somebody saying, I'm so sorry we can't pay you. Yeah. We know what you're doing. Yes. I agree. I totally agree. Um, in speaking with um, a friend that's in a very high capacity, leadership capacity, she was saying just realistically um, two things. As a female, she feels a little overlooked on the staff that she's on. She's be believing right now that it's getting a little better, but just in the role that she's in, it's a fabulous role, but because of her that she's a female, she's a little stuck in how far she feels like she can really go. And she has great capacity. The other thing is, just honestly, is age. Sometimes you kind of age out of a situation, and because of your age, you don't really, you're not really looked upon as being relevant. You know, people are like, oh, she said she's so good. She just loves people so well. She, but when it comes to looking at some, looking to someone for answers or ideas or that kind of a thing, it's kind of like you, you've aged out of that process. And it's true, more and more people are hiring younger and younger, whether that's in the church or ministry organizations or even in the world, it's going younger. And it's hard to battle that. Do you feel overlooked because of your age? Absolutely. It's a reality. It is who I am. Yeah. You think the wisdom that I have and the experience would bring a lot to this role, but you've kind of set me out to pasture a little bit. Like you just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job and you get a little pat on the back, but you're not really taken seriously, overlooked a little bit. And, and that's true. And it's probably been true in every generation, honestly. Because when I was young, I, I dismissed anything that my parents thought. I mean, and I'm not even talking about when I was still at home. Right. When I was in my 20s and 30s, I thought their ideas were old and it was time for new and fresh ideas. So mm -hmm. um, that's very, it's a very common thing. It is. I think. And it's a common thing. It's definitely a reality. We've seen the whole female thing really go a little crazy in the past couple of years. But it's still a reality in a lot of places that that just the equality imbalance that's in um, a lot of work environments is a very real thing. It is. It's very it real. And the, and the idea of value really is what we're talking about here. And sometimes that is really seen in promotions and money, but sometimes it's seen in other ways. Right. And it doesn't really matter how you begin to feel that you're not valued. But if you don't, it's something you really need to consider. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I also believe that if you're feeling that way, I, I don't think it's a good idea, like I said, to just set it aside and, and keep going. I think it's really good to evaluate those spaces and those reasons why you're feeling overlooked. And I think there's a lot of power in giving a name to what you're experiencing instead of just, oh, I'll get over it. It's just me. I always get this way. Whatever that is that you kind of... Um, put the blame on yourself, I think it's a lot better to sit down and think about that. And um, that leads me to some suggestions maybe that we can look right. at for overcoming be this feeling or this reality of being overlooked. Right. And right. one of those things I think is just so important that maybe we don't do out of fear or whatever is to um, voice your concerns. If you're feeling continually or constantly overlooked, you need to go to your supervisor, your team leader, whoever that is, and really voice those concerns in a way that can be heard. Like um, to just humbly 
ask that person, help me understand why XYZ keeps happening, or help me understand how I blah, blah, whatever, fill in the blank, whatever that is. But sometimes I think we're afraid to bring something up because then we're going to be labeled as a troublemaker or gosh, they just, they're just never content, that kind of a thing. And, and it, I think it's really important that we speak up um, and speak into those places that we're feeling very overlooked. Sometimes people just don't know. Yeah, I can think of a time when that happened to me and an opportunity unexpectedly opened up when I was in a little broader meeting where the person that I felt like was overlooking me in many ways, um, something happened that everyone was able to see it. Mm. And I knew now is when I need to say something, you know, because it won't just be my word at this point. Right. And when you are brought into a situation where your idea can be heard or your opinion can matter or your concerns can be voiced, speak up. Don't hold back. That's not the time to hold back. You really want to be heard. And um, some people are just afraid to speak up because they're afraid of what other people might think or, again, what others um, might not appreciate about their concerns or whatever. And I think also that um, it's important to tell the decision makers what it is you want or what it is that you need for your ministry. Is it a budget thing? Is it a people thing? Is it a time thing? If you are in a position as a leader that you're a part-time uh, leader over an area of ministry or on staff at some place, it's important that they know that you're really not able to do your job up to their expectations because these particular needs just are not being met. That's kind of outside your ability to make this happen when you're not getting the resources or whatever that you need. And I think you can very humbly let people know, these are some things I need, and right, be very and clear about it. That's, that's not about you anyway. Mm -hmm. That is about Believe. your purpose. That is about God's kingdom. That is about the work that you're that's doing. True. That's true. And I think that's really important that's to do that. I do too. You don't want the ministry to uh, hurt because you were afraid to speak up about some needs that the ministry has. Yes, and you mentioned earlier just saying thank you, just creating a culture where you work, where appreciation is out there, that you're affirming other people, even if it's your supervisor or your boss that you're meeting with, be able to say thank you for taking the time for meeting with me. If, if you're not in an environment where you're hearing that, you can start it with the people you're working with, with the people that, you know, make the decisions every day. Be sure to tell them, thank you for your presence there the other night. I think people really loved having you there. Whatever you need to say, start that atmosphere of being affirmed and appreciated. Right. I think it'll catch on. Right. But at the same time, if you have these feelings and you're trying to assess, are they real? And if so, what to do about mm -hmm. it? We do always have to remember that Jesus was not appreciated. Nope that he was actually vilified, that he was dismissed, that he did not fit the mold and they didn't like it. And some of those things are real. And, yes. and we need, there are times where we just need to say, this is the situation. And I, I will do the best I can to change it, but this isn't going to change. Mm -hmm. And I just certainly prayer and just saying, God, there's nothing I can do here. I've done everything I can. Please show me what to do 
and, and guide me from here because there are times when God does have things to teach us. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's just being very self-aware of what you're going through and aware of your environment, what's going on in the place that you are doing your work or ministry. And prayer, definitely, all the time, forever and ever, amen. Right, right. And, and I, I guess one thing that I don't want us to miss here is if you have other people working around you on a team or, or as a group or a friend who is in that situation at all to help you determine is this real yes. or is this just my feeling. Mm -hmm. If there's anybody else you can pull in to help you assess how much of, of your feelings are just, you know, a, a sense that you can't really put your finger on or are real, I think is really important. I agree. You? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Claudia. I think this was real helpful and uh, we would love to hear from you. If you feel that you're being overlooked and you just want someone to pray with you or talk with you, please contact us at Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. We'd love to talk to you. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.